to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kane and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous or follow me at Cartoon Therapy. If you want to be on the show, I'm always looking for callers. Uh... If you have a problem and your friends don't feel like listening to you anymore and you need some advice, you could be on my show. If you have a secret life that you want to talk about, you could be on my show. If you have just an interesting life that you want to talk about that you think people would be interested in, like you live some like an alternative life that, you know, most people don't have that you think people would like to listen to. Does that make sense? Um, You could be on the show. Just send me an email at Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com uh today actually last week i got like three different emails from three different previous guests all saying they want to be on the show to give me an update so the first one i'm airing today is jessica jessica is a transgender female her episode her first episode is number 90 so if you want to listen to her first episode you can um and she wrote me recently and said she started to prostitute herself out and she wanted to talk about it so i was like oh yeah that's great let's have you back on the show (laughs) um and so that's what this show is all about uh jessica like i said is a transgender female she lives a very secret life i mean the jessica is a, a a secret life that she lives she's married with a wife and children And uh, yet she's this transgender female on the side for many, many years. And if you want to hear, like I said, if you want to hear the whole backstory on all of that stuff, you can listen to her first episode. We do get a lot. We do get into that a lot on this podcast, too, because I just assume a lot of people don't listen to every single episode. So we talk all about, you know, her being transgender, how that sort of happened and everything that goes into that, as well as, you know, her being a prostitute, you know, uh, who solicits her, how she got into it, why she got into it, um, and how much she charges, which (laughs) is the most fascinating to me. I loved her price list. We get heavy duty into her price list because it was like hilarious to me. Um, But we talk about that. We talk about um, also like the, you know, the, the fact that, or like, the details about her secret life and why she leads this, lives a secret life. We get into that on this podcast too, like why she hasn't told her wife, whether she's ever going to come out of the closet or what's the deal. So anyway, I'm just going to be right back on with Jessica. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, Jessica, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you, Jessica? I'm good. So, Jessica, this is your second time calling in. 
Um, so I'm just going to have to, you know, make you give a little backstory and we'll just talk about your situation just in case people didn't hear your first podcast, which was Jessica is transgender. Is that maybe what we titled it? I don't remember. Do you remember? I believe that's what you had entitled it. I'm, I basically, I started cross-dressing years ago um, and I've never looked back. Right. But there's a lot, there's backstory to that because you're married and you have no intention of leaving your wife and, you know, coming out of the closet, so to speak. Right. Yet you do live a transgender life. Be like, it's like a total separate life you live, right? You're living like a double life. That is right. Right. And I mean, we talked a lot about it on the first podcast, like you just don't feel like, because you have kids and everything, right? And you've been married a very long time. Like you don't want to hurt your family by coming out, right? That, that is correct. I do not want to hurt them. Right. And so nobody, nobody knows. I don't remember. Does anybody know in your life that you know? I mean, besides people that you hook up with and stuff, because you totally hook up with people. But like, does anybody that you know know about this whole other side of you no nobody except me and my listeners (laughs) except you and your god knows how many million listeners exactly and the people that you hook up with now remind my listeners who you hook up with because you're a man who's a transgender just like so that means like you really see yourself as a woman you go out dressed up as a woman named Jessica sometimes. And do you sleep with women or men? I remember. It's men, right? It is men, yes. Right. Now, do you consider yourself, and I don't know if we talked about it in the first podcast, but let's talk about it again because I think it's interesting and I don't even remember. But do you consider yourself gay or do you consider yourself a straight woman because you hook up with guys? I consider myself 100% woman. I am female. So you consider yourself Straight, like you don't consider yourself like a, a a bi guy, right? Oh my gosh, no. All right, but what happens when you have sex with your wife? Like, are you into women when you're a man? No, when when I do that, I try I, I try and enjoy it as Jessica. Um, so I I guess it's kind of it's kind of weird because. I guess for that moment, I'm, I'm I am gay, but not a man. Does that make sense? But I'm not what? I I guess when I'm having sex with my wife, you could consider me a gay woman, right? Because I still think of myself as a woman. So, but I'm with another woman. So, is that like weird, or does that make sense? Not really, but it it but it's like it makes sense to you, right? And I'm sure it makes sense to other because how would it make sense, right? Because in in an in a weird way, you're kind of like two people, right? Because I mean, maybe other transgender don't face this problem because maybe they come out and they you know maybe they're born a guy, right? But they always feel like a woman, then they you know become transgender and then they live that way and then they don't ever go back, right? You have to still sort of be that guy, right? That you were born as because you have this wife and that you want to keep happy and this family and this whole other, you know, life that you need to keep up, right? That is correct. Like I told you the first time I had called in, it is not their fault that I feel this way. So why should they have to pay for it? Why should I put them through that? So I, I choose 
to keep it to myself. I have my fun. You know, I, I consider myself female. I am Jessica. But um, to them, I am always that guy. Mm-hmm. And but to your wife, do you have a lot of sex with your wife or because you've been married a really long time? Like, has that gone out the window? So it's not really that big of a deal that like you're really not that into it. It's yeah, it's not that big of a deal anymore. Um, so I, I don't have to worry too much about it. Okay, and do like has your wife like reached menopause, so she doesn't really give a shit about sex, so she doesn't really care, and she's happy that you don't really care about having it with her. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Right, and she doesn't question like because I think we all know like why women's sex drive goes out the window when they hit a certain age. What age are you again, Jessica? I forget. What do I what? How old are you? I am fifty. And your wife is 50 around that age, too? A little younger. A little younger, right. So she's going through her changes, maybe, and so she's not that interested in sex, or maybe she's just been with you for so long, too, that she's not really that into it? It's, it's possible. I mean, I, I know she doesn't show a whole lot of interest. Mm-hmm. And you I don't go- know, that. For all I know, she knows about me, and she's having her own fun. So I don't, you know, you, I doubt You it, think she it, knows? There's always a possibility. I doubt it, because um, I do a good job of hiding it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she definitely doesn't know. How? Where do you hide your clothes and everything? And this whole, like, where do you get changed? Like, where do you become Jessica if you live with, you know, a family? If you have a family and you're in that house, like, where do you like become Jessica? Well, if I'm with a guy, I'll do it at his place. Um, if it's um, job related. And we can get into that here. Yeah. If it's dominated at a hotel. Okay. But so the guy, it doesn't ruin it for the guy when you show up as like the guy who you are. Like, does the guy have a name or no? No. um, It doesn't ruin it for them because they, I mean, they know obviously, you know, who and what I am. Um, But most of the guys, um, they'll just kind of like hang out in another room or whatever. They won't even bother when I show up. They won't even bother. Um, they'll just tell me, hey, let yourself in when you get here and, you know, do what you have to do. So they really don't get to see the, that other side. Right. They're, they, don't, they don't really pay attention to that. So you show up as a dude, then you go in and change. Because at, like some transgender get the you know, operation, right? And they like remove their genitalia and that kind of stuff. But you're not, you can't do that, obviously. And you're never going to do that. So how do you show up? Like, how do you, besides putting on makeup and everything, you know, and the clothes, like, because you don't have tits, right? And you have a dick. Like, how do these guys imagine that you're a woman? Or is it maybe that they're just wanting to be with a guy that has, you know what I mean? Like, how, what is the, what do you do? Do you pad a bra or something? Like, how do you get boobs? I have, over the years, I've taken very, let's just say that, that I don't have tits, um, but I have slight boobies. Oh, you have um, man boobs? <laughs> yes. But wait, did you get them because you took some hormones? Yes. Wow, that was very ballsy of you, Jessica. Consider, you know what I mean? Like, because you're married, right? And you didn't want to, like, how did you know the right amount to take just to get a little boobage? Oh, my gosh, a lot of research. 
Really? Lots and lots of research. Thank God for the internet. I know. Google makes everything possible. <laughs> yes. yes, it does. We call it YouTube University <laughs> or Google University. <laughs> <laughs> we all go. I'm, I'm like, I'm a member. Um, so you just did a lot of research and figure out the way to get a little bit of boob. So what would you say your cup size is now? A B cup? I'd say an A. An A cup? Do they look yeah. just like, you know, because listen, I've been with a lot of guys, right? So some guys that are heavy, right, have man boobs just naturally, right? Do yours, because you took hormones, do they grow differently or do they just look like you have like a little bit of weight in your chest area? Like, because I mean, would your wife know? Um, she, she, doesn't, she doesn't really notice. I mean, they're kind of perky. Um <laughs> Well, thank God, right? Yeah, totally. I'm like probably a lot of women listening to this podcast want to know what the fuck you took so that they could take it too and perk up their boobs. <laughs> but I guess they're, they're just not big enough for, for someone to say, oh my gosh, you know, that guy's got, got tits. Right. You know, they, they see it as, oh, you know, it's another guy with man boobs. Yeah, totally. But if you shove them in a bra, right, and push them up with, you know, underwire and stuff like they take on a different life, right? Don't, right? You could get them to look better. Oh, totally. Yes, totally. Right. And so guys are into them when you're with the guy, right? They're like grabbing your A cups like they're fucking tits on a woman, right? They're like into that. Yes, Absolutely. Right, but you have anal sex with them, and they, I forget, are you, a, I'm sorry if I'm reiterating the same shit, I don't think anyone's, if I don't remember, and I had the whole conversation with you, even people that listen to your podcast don't remember, so we're going to go over a lot of things before we get into what you're doing now, which is so fascinating, but are you a top and a bottom, or like, what's your deal as far as when you're with guys, do you like to be the bottom because you see yourself as a female? Totally bottom. Totally bottom, right? So you never do, like, do you ever fuck guys in the ass or no way? Because that would be like something that the guy does, right? And since you're not a guy, you would never do that? Absolutely. Never. Never. So you blow them. No. So do they blow you? No. No. Okay, so then how do you get off? Like what, so do you, so in, because you're a, a woman, right? Is it that like, is your dick never touched by them at all? No. So you just no, jerk yourself off? Yeah, sometimes I do. I mean, to me, um, the excitement that I get is from watching them get all excited and I know that that it's because of me. Right, but don't you come? Like, don't you have orgasms? I do. Right, so how does that happen? By If they're not touching you or doing anything to you, right, and you're getting hard, you have to then sort of, how do you get the jizz out? Um, basically, from years of practice, um, let's say a guy's fucking me. Uh-huh. Um, I, can, I can make myself come without him touching me. Oh, that's, uh-huh. So other guys can do that? I didn't know. I don't, I just assumed that you had to, like, I didn't know a guy could jerk off without his dick being touched or anything, right? So, or is it that you're laying on a bed so it's like there's some sort of st thing, you know, there's some sort of friction or something or you could just literally have nothing, no kind of friction or anything and get, and totally come? 
either way. Really? Yes. Is that a guy thing? Could other guys do that? Or you had to like, did you find that on Google too? (laughs) (laughs) Just a lot of practice and, and a lot of mental willpower. Right, because I mean, you because you were for, like, listen. I guess most guys would never waste their time practicing that, right? Because it's just so much easier to use their hand. But for you, using the hand is going to take away a lot from the situation, right? I'm assuming. Exactly. Right. Okay. So, so, and how long have you been hooking up with guys behind your wife's back? Oh gosh, years. How many years? Like years, like three years, 10 years, 13 years? Oh, oh my gosh, uh, probably 10 years. 10 years? Okay. <laughs> or bi or whatever, but these guys are like, no. You know, everyone has a different way of sort of uh, rationalizing things, you know, depending on what they're sort of into or like, you know, to make themselves feel okay, right? It's no different than what you do. And that's not, and that's like, it, there's no right or wrong with that kind of stuff. It's like you kind of make up your own rules as far as I'm concerned what, where those things are concerned, right? Kind of? Does that make I sense? Guess. Yes, it does. Total. It makes total sense. And, and that's exactly how it is. Yeah. So these guys are don't see them. So it's, it, that's what's interesting to me. Like they don't see themselves as gay. So they see themselves as into women, right? They're coming to you, um, and they're, but they're fucking you in the ass. It's just like a really interesting, to me, it's an interesting fetish, right? It's like a guy, because there are trannies, right? And that's like, you know, guys with dicks and tits and like, that's a whole other thing, right? Like, do you think that you see guys that are into that as well? Or that's a totally separate thing than a guy that's with a transgender woman? I think it's kind of the same um, here's the thing. Um, yeah. As far as the guy is concerned, let's let's say I get with a guy. Okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm all dressed up. I've got makeup on and everything on, and I'm giving him a blowjob. Uh-huh. I mean, you really think he's just fantasizing? As far you know, in his eyes, I'm a girl, and you know, he's getting a blowjob from a girl, and you know, someone's sucking his dick, so he's happy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And same and, thing if know, it was a tranny, yeah. And if that same guy lays me down and, you know, he climbs on top of me, you know, once he's in me, you know, to him, it's no different. He's with a girl. He's pumping away. He's, you know, he's having his fun and he's doing his thing. And again, you know, I've got my makeup and wig and everything else. So I'm as girly as can be. Uh-huh. So in his eyes, you know, he's, he's with this girl, you know. Right, totally. That's what I mean. So that's why they probably don't consider themselves gay. And like you said, they don't even want to. It's not like they're begging you to touch your your cock or blow you or do anything. They don't want to. So I get why they would rationalize it in their mind that they're straight. I've had those kind of guys on. So now, okay, so you've been with guys for like 10 years. I remember last time you were on, you were very like open about the fact that like you were like a very, you saw yourself as not only a woman, you saw yourself as a slutty woman. (laughs) Like you were like a woman that was really into sex and you were totally promiscuous. And so what you did with that promiscuity is you decided to turn it into a little extra cash on the side and you started prostituting yourself. I mean, that's what you told me. I don't know anything other than that's what you're doing right now. So why don't you fill me in on the details of that? Well, um, 
the more the more guys showed interest in me, I started thinking, you know what? Why should I just do it for free? I mean, if they're really that much into me, mm-hmm. you know, and if there's that much of a demand for mm-hmm. Jessica, mm-hmm. why shouldn't I make some money? So um, I just started prosecuting myself and, you know. But how? Um, okay, but just walk me through that. Like, first of all, do you need the money? Or did is there something about taking money that's like an added turn on to slutty Jessica? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, was it more about the turn on that you would be taking money from them, or did you actually need the money, or was there another reason why you decided to like add the money into the situation? I don't need the money. To me, um, just the idea that I'm getting paid, mm-hmm. you know, that I'm a whore, that mm-hmm. I'm getting paid, it just adds to the whole me feeling, you know totally like a woman because I mean, when you think about that you think of a prosecutor what do people think of automatically a woman you don't think of a guy I mean even though there are guys that do that mm-hmm. most, most people think of a woman correct totally yeah uh-huh so I like the idea that you know I'm a prosecutor no that's why I asked the question because I had a feeling it wasn't about the money there was a reason mm-hmm. like that that just so that just reinforces the whole like womanly thing for you it makes you feel more womanly because that's because you can't go the extra mile with the hormones and like the you know getting a vagina right or any of those things right like so this is the only other way to sort of make you feel even more womanly besides the clothes and everything else right exactly and so i like it i really do no that's what i would think i would think that there's like an added I would think that in a weird way that it just like makes you even hornier for the situation, right? I do. I I mean, it really, to me, it's a turn on um, when when I, you know, go to some guy's house or meet him at a hotel or whatever, you know, and he reaches in, grabs some money and gives it to me. I mean, it's like, yes, you know, that's so awesome. Right. Okay. So let, like walk me through the first time. Like, first of all, why would you, so you, so you decided like, Hey, I might as well, all these guys are totally into this. I might as well turn it into like a, a, a gig. Right. And so did you put an ad on Craigslist or like what, where do you advertise or on like back page? I did not place an ad at first because, um, I was just worried that someone would find out. Mm-hmm. So some of the guys that I would get with, um, I sat down and, and talked to them, you know, um, and I started emailing them and said, hey, look, you know, um, I'm in a bind. I need some money, which, of course, was a lie. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I told them, I'm in real, you know, need of some money really, really bad. Would you be able to help me? You know, I'll do whatever you want, you know. We'll go and have some fun, this and that. So it's, it started like that. Oh, interesting. Um, and so, you, and so, like, would they just make up? So you didn't have, like, a price list at that point right it was like you were just acting like you were a girl that needed some cash and then they just throw you a couple hundred bucks or something like what did they give you they would give me yes they would give me money um some would give me 20 or 30 dollars some of them would say hey here's a hundred dollars i hope it helps um and it started like that and then after a while um i just you know when they said hey do you still need money is it free and i'm like well you know i don't know if it's going to be free anymore you know, and I told him, you know, shoes aren't cheap, you know, <laughs> panties aren't cheap, you know, so, hey, they'll have to make a living. Right. Mm-hmm. Listen, isn't it a lot more expensive as a woman to buy clothes and take care of your hair and your makeup? Like, you need that extra oh, cash. Totally. Totally right? more expensive. Totally more expensive. 
Now, don't you get, let me just, I'm just going to sidetrack for a second. I had a, I had a, a whole argument with a guy once on a pod, another podcast about how, um, cause he took me out on a date and I didn't like him. And he told me because I didn't like him, I should pay for half. And I, my whole thing and his whole thing was like, you know, he didn't believe that guy should always pay for girls on a date. And I'm always like, listen, when a girl shows up, she's already put in a lot of money. She's put in equivalent to what you're going to pay for that meal and those drinks into like how she looks. So, you know what I mean? And all that stuff because it's more expensive, right? So that's why I think a guy should pay. And don't you agree now that you've been both a guy and a girl? <laughs> right? I agree. I agree totally. And most most girls, I mean, if it's a first date, they might go out and buy a new outfit or shoes. Or, they you know, always do. They always Absolutely. do. You never go Absolutely. out with regular clothes. Not if you really like the guy. I mean, God, you're not going to wear something old. So you want something new. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to have your nails done. and your mm-hmm. hair. So we've already committed time and money. Into Thank it, so. you. Yes. I wish you could but, say that as the man that you were. <laughs> because this was an argument with a guy and all the guys sided with him. But like, you know, that's why it's so interesting for you because you've seen both sides of things, right? You know, you were born no, a guy. I, you I lived agree. as a man, right? But now that you live as a woman and you have to tend to yourself that way, you see that, like I said, when a girl shows up on a date, she's already spent a couple hundred dollars. So that couple hundred dollars you're going to pay for dinner and all that shit is like you're even at that point. You know what I mean? Don't ask the girl to b- put in money. Don't even ask her for a tip. It's disgusting. Anyway, okay, let's move on. You don't. You don't. And they just don't know how expensive the shoes are and the outfits. You know, and just getting your nails done is expensive, you know, and everything. So they should pay. Yeah, so where do you go? So when you get, so you do, you, do you get your nail, like how would you get your nails done? Because like you'd have to go pay for them, get them done, and then like take them it off before you go home? Or do you, what do you do with your nails and your toes? I, I do. I take them off, unfortunately. I, I hate that, but it's the life I lead. So do you just put like press-on nails on? Because you don't get your regular nails painted, right? No, I, I get the, the very expensive press-on uh-huh. Um, they're very, you know, the, the higher end ones uh-huh. that I can put away and then reuse. Yeah. Okay. So you put the, I said, where do you keep all this shit? Most of it I keep at guys' houses. Um, I have a couple of guys that are like very, um, we've been, you know, having fun for many years so I can trust them and I keep most of my stuff there. Oh, okay. So do you don't do you have anything at your house? No. No. No clothes, no. no nails, no nothing. Nothing. I don't keep anything here. Okay, great. And nothing in your car, right? No. Okay, great. Um, okay, so let's get back to the, the whole uh, hooker thing, escort, prostitute, whatever you want. What do you prefer? Which would you prefer now that you're doing it? A prostitute, escort, or hooker? Um, it doesn't really matter to me. Some guys prefer to, to refer to me as a hooker because to them it's a turn on. Other guys like to say whore, you know, or prostitute, um, whatever, you know, the money's green. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> right. You like all of it. 
you don't have like a hang up. Like, I mean, someone, listen, a lot. Listen, I had a guy on recently that I think I said, oh, maybe you should get a hooker. And he's like, I would never get a hooker. Like, that's like a woman that's being taken advantage of, you know, and some people see women as victims, you know, but for, for you, this is not only is it empowering, it's an added turn on and it's just helping you feel more womanly. Right. So it's not like you're doing this against your will. (laughs) Exactly. And, And as far as I'm concerned, um, whether it's whether you use the term whore, mm-hmm. hooker, prostitute, or escort, it all boils down to the same thing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are sleeping with guys for money, right? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't it doesn't matter the name. It's it's just the label. It doesn't matter. So you can you know you can label if, if whatever you want to label this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. Jessica the hooker, the whore. You know it don't matter. Yeah, whichever one just sounds better, I'll use. But you, because to me, right, it's the same thing. I'll just use whichever one sounds the most catchy. Okay, so eventually, after you started like telling all these guys and you made it a rate, like where did you go to like advert? Did you ever advertise it anywhere? No, didn't have to because um, from all these years of being with guys, uh, there's just so many guys that I know, mm-hmm. and then they tell maybe a friend or whatever. So. Um, I, I really didn't have to. Right. So you just started getting these guys. And now do you, at this point, do you charge a certain amount or do you still just take whatever they want to give you? No, I, I do. I do have a, a certain amount that I charge. So what is your um, rate? a little. <laughs> like, give me the specifics. No, we, I mean, you know, we have an hour to fill and I want all the juicy details. <laughs> okay. Um, I charge $30 for a blow job. That's a little okay. cheap, Jessica. I think you should up it to fifty or seventy-five. Do you swallow? Really? Do you swallow? I, I do. Right, of course. Okay, good. Um, thirty is too cheap for a blowjob. Every girl. What? No, no. Some girls don't. I've always swallowed, but I don't. And some girl, a lot of girls don't. It's always interesting to me that when you don't, it's like, what do you do? Like run to the bathroom right out? I don't know. It's weird to me, but I swallow too. So listen to me. $30 is too cheap for a blowjob. Do you like giving blowjobs, Jessica? I love it. You I love it, right? I love it. Okay, it's, so it's you go to town, right? When you give them a, Right, I, totally, I get it. So you go to town and you take your time and you give them a really good head, I'm assuming, right? Because you're enjoying it, right? I do. I've been told I'm extremely good. Right, which means that you're not trying to get it over with really fast, right? You like to really give a go- right. So, I mean, sometimes you're spending a lot of time down there, and it's you're doing a lot of work. I think thirty dollars is way too cheap for a blowjob. You got to up that at least fifty, but it should be like fifty really? at least thirty dollars. You can't get anything for thirty dollars anymore. Nothing should be thirty dollars on your menu. Okay, fifty dollars. And I mean, I still think a, a good blowjob should be more than that, but fifty dollars is fine for a blowjob. Fifty, thirty is too cheap. Well, I trust your girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. So fifty dollars for thirty dollars for your blowjob right now, currently. Okay. And what else? And sixty, if they want to fuck me. What? Oh my God! Sixty. You only add ten more dollars on if they want to. Let me ask you this. So. Say a guy wants to bl- you to blow them and he wants to fuck you. So at that point, he needs, it's $60 and 30 So he's paying you 90 bucks for everything? Correct. Yes. That's too cheap. 
you know what it is because you don't need the money right so you why i guess maybe you shouldn't raise it because what does it matter right you're not doing it for the money you just like to get it but i still think you're i still think it's too cheap 50 bucks for a blowjob 100 bucks to fuck you that's 150 and then you should have some other kind of add-ons do you have do you like do you have other add-ons or is that it no, just basically the, the only add-on is if they want me to swallow. Oh, I thought, oh, so you charge more for that? Oh, a few dollars more. I mean, it just, it makes it more. And, and I had, in all the years, I've only had one guy say, no, he didn't want me to swallow. Well, maybe he was cheap. <laughs> I mean, do you tell them beforehand, like, Listen, this is the deal. This is how much it is. A blowjob's 30 bucks. If you want me to swallow, it's an extra $4. I mean, what do you what do you say a couple extra bucks? Like what what have you charged to swallow? An extra $10. Okay, so you say to them, "Listen, if you want me to swallow, it's an extra 10." I bet you the guy that said no, don't swallow, he just wanted to save himself $10. No, it, it, he just he said that wasn't his thing that he said that he would rather just come on my face or come on my face. Oh right, totally. Now do you, you should charge. You should have charged twenty for that. <laughs> I'm serious. To come all over your face. So many girls would never let a guy do that. Seriously, that should be that should be so much more money than swallowing. If you're charging ten bucks to swallow, you should charge twenty dollars to jizz on your face. I would so rather swallow. And have it all over my. It was exactly, and it just takes forever. And if it gets in your Your eye, what about in your eye? It burns. Yeah, I know, I know. So trust me, it's so much better to swallow. Please, I'm not into people jizzing on my face. I think it's fucking rude. And I'm not, the only reason why it's gone into my eyes is because I've had some a boyfriend once who would jizz across the room. So if he pulled out and he came, it went across the room and into, it, you know, all the way up and into my eye once because he just came, you know, his, it shot out really far. But like, I would never let someone jizz all over my face, even though I know some guys are into that. I think there's something degrading about it. And I'm just not into that kind of sex. It's not a turn on to me. Um, I don't like it. I mean, it only happened one time, and I really didn't like it at all. Yeah, I don't like it either. I, it's not hot in the slightest. Um, the good news is not a lot of guys, like I, a lot of girls aren't into that. Not a lot of guys. I've done, I've done a poll about that. It was a whole big thing. But anyway, you should charge a lot of money for that, okay? Like that should, you get, you let that guy do that for free? That one time, it, it only happened that one time. Right, um, you did, yeah. The guy wanted that. Right. I didn't like it, so I, I really don't even give him that option. Right, yeah. Or you should charge him like, uh, and, uh, like you should double it up. Like if your blowjob is fifty bucks, you should say fifty dollars if you want to jizz on my face. Seriously, okay. I'll consider that. Yeah, totally. I mean, because most people, he might not take it, but if he does, then you know you pocket the money and you buy yourself some more nails, um, or like a you know <laughs> a lipstick. You know, go to Sephora, buy some nice makeup. Wait, so. So really the only thing is if they you swallow a blowjob and anal, nothing else is is it now like do some guys like do you charge you should charge more for unprotected sex than protected sex. It considering that those you sometimes you let them fuck you without a condom and sometimes you let them fuck you without one, right? Like I don't know, I think that, you know, people like unprotected sex so much more than using a condom that you should charge extra for that too. 
guys do for some reason. They just don't like condoms. But unless I know them and I'm familiar with them, mm-hmm. but they can prove it, mm-hmm. then I'm sorry. No gloves, no love. I would hope so, because listen, I mean, that I was a little horrified when you said before that sometimes if you like trust a guy or you don't let, you know, because you have a wife, right? It's like one thing if you're putting yourself at risk, right? And that's, and that's just you and you go home to yourself and that's all you take care of and whatever. Do you know what I mean? But when you're living a double life and you're going behind somebody's back and you're cheating on them, I think it's really bad to have unprotected sex. I think it just really is because you just don't know what you're going to bring home. Now, like if it's just you and you're taking that chance, then you suffer the consequences. Who gives a shit, right? Like that's your choice. But when you're, you know, taking one for the team, right? And your wife has no idea. It's really unfair and not cool, right? Because God forbid you get something and you bring it home. And there's a lot of things that people could have, men, women, that you would never know of. So I don't know. And you can never really trust anybody. I just be I just be more careful. That's just my little side note advice. Even though people show you something tests or people you trust them, because listen, they're with you. You don't know who else they're with or what they're really doing. I wouldn't trust anybody if I were you. That's a thought. Yeah. So anyway, so how long have you been doing the whole prostituting thing? Um been about not hasn't been long about uh it started about two months after um we had spoken last so oh that's a while that's like a couple of months like a bunch of months like maybe six months yeah about about seven months or so uh-huh and so have like your have you do you have a lot of repeat customers or all the guys that like you sort of started out with are they like now coming to you like well, do they come to you on a weekly basis a monthly basis like how many times do they use you um, on average, it's it's uh, most of the guys are all repeat, mm-hmm. a few new ones, mm-hmm. um, and typically, they'll at least once a week they want to get. Right now, where do you? How do you allot for all this time with your wife? Like, where do you? When do you do this stuff with these guys? I won't get into details, but I'm self-employed. Uh huh. So I can make up a lot of time. Oh, okay, cool. So you do it during the day when you should be at work, quote unquote. I'm sorry. What was that? Like something. Now I heard something on my end. Yeah. Um. Okay. Do you, is it? So do you do it during the day when you're like at work, quote unquote? Most of the time, it's during the day. Sometimes it's early, early evening. Oh, okay. So, and then it's never in the evening because at that point you're home with your family and everything's good? That's correct. Right. Now how, okay, I'm just going to say the truth. We're taping because I'm not outing anything. We're taping at 930 in the evening. Like where's your wife right now? Where are you taping this? Well, right now, today was easy. That's why I said I could call in today or uh-huh. tomorrow anytime uh-huh. because she is out of, I'm not going to say where, but she's out of town. Right, right. I get it. Okay, cool. So, but typically at night you're with your, you're with your wife. Your kids don't live with you anymore, right? They're older out of the house? Correct. Okay, cool. They are all grown up. Right. And so you don't feel like, we touched upon this a little bit early on, like you, you, and you said maybe she knows about what I do, but like, if you really had to take a guess, do you think that your your wife has any idea 
I don't think so. If I had to guess, I'd say no. Right. And if she found out, would she be like shocked? Or do you, are there any signs that you have, that you are Jessica at all in your regular life? No. No? No. At least I, that I, here's the thing that I know of, no. But because Jessica is, there's more of Jessica than there is, you know, the guy part of me. So who knows? Maybe at times I, I slip, you know, and say something or do something that might seem like, hey, you know what? There's something about him. Right. Uh-huh. But she does, never questions you, never what, right? No. Right. And do you, and there's none, no one that you're friends with, right? Outside of like your wife, like family members, friends that, that know and that don't have any, that have never asked you anything or like had any kind of suspicions? No. Right. No, none. And now do you ever get worried or because you keep it so secretive, like because you listen, prostitution, I'm assuming where you live is illegal, right? Um, do you keep it sort of, you know, on the down low enough that you don't get worried that you'd get busted? Because that, if you got busted, you'd be screwed. I'd be totally screwed, which is why I didn't do the ads and all that advertising and relied more on guys that I've already been with. So I know, you know, I knew that I could trust them. You know, I knew they weren't cops or anything. So that's why I relied more on that. And, you know, and then telling friends and so on, then, then advertising, because you just never know. No, you have to. Yeah, you because it is very important for you. I know this because we we talked a lot about it on the first podcast for you never to come out like fully as Jessica. You net you want to keep this as a secret forever. Like you really cannot get busted because not only will you be caught as Jessica, you'll be caught as a prostitute like it will not be good. It would be even worse than if you told your wife you just like to dress up as a girl on the side. Do you know what I mean? It, it would be horrible because not only and like you said, not only would I be outed and everyone would know, mm-hmm. but they're going to say not only was he, you know, being a she, but he was prostituting himself. That's what I'm saying. So, it's like yeah, it's be, it's yeah. like probably the worst thing you could ever. You know what I mean? It's like it literally would like it literally would be the worst thing imaginable. Ten times worse than if you came out on your own and sort of explained that you're a transgender woman and this is who you are and this is how you identify yourself and this is who you want to be for your life. I don't think she'd ever understand that like you became a prostitute because it made you feel more womanly. Or that, like, you know, so it would just, it would take the transgender thing and it would cheapen it, right? And make it seem just like sex. Because I don't think, like, a lot of transgender people, it's just about sex. It's a lot about more than that, right? But in your situation, because you have to live this other life as a guy, right? You really can only live just, you like, the sex life, right, of, of the woman, like it's a lot of it is like when you're dressing up as Jessica, like you're having sex. Like, do you just go out sometimes as Jessica and just do girly things, or is it is always about sex, right? No, it's it's a lot of it is about girly things. Oh, it is. And, and I would yes, and I recall um, when I was on the show last time, I told you 
in, in a perfect world, uh-huh. I'd probably have a steady boyfriend. You know, I have a nice, cute boyfriend who treats me well and all that. And, you know, I'd be content with that because then I have a man there all the time. Uh-huh. But that's not ever going to happen. So, and this is the, the analogy that I gave you the last time I had called in. It's like, you know, a little kid never having candy, you know, and then once in a while you let him loose in the candy store. Mm-hmm. Well, he's going to grab as much as he can, you know, for as long as he can. Right. But you've been screwing guys for like 10, of course. Yeah, no, this is something that you're like really into, right? And like, it's like you're told, like, I wouldn't even can say, let's pretend that like you're a guy and a girl and you're not just Jessica, right? And like, just because technically you were born as a man, right? And you slept with women your whole life. You're married, you have children. Now you're sleeping with guys. I mean, but now like this is what you fully like. You're not having sex really at home. So like, I don't even see it like you're just getting as much as you can. I just see it as you're living like a double life, right? And you are, you know, having sex with men like because you still have a sex drive and this is what you want to do. Exactly. You know, and I think because your life, the way that it's set up with your job, whatever that is, or your career, you know, like as you work for yourself, you could sort of do that and it keeps you happy. But like, I just think because you sort of added this money thing and you have some new guys coming in, you have to be careful because that adds a, something to it that makes it like you could get caught. And I mean, I would love if you got caught, no offense, <laughs> because that would make for a great podcast. I personally think... I could call you from, I could call you from jail. <laughs> My one phone call. I want to call Kathy. I want to be on the podcast. Totally, please. I'll accept that. I'll accept that collect call. Okay, you call me collect from jail. <laughs> please so. reverse the charges. I totally. No, you have to call collect from jail. Like, I will take that call. Okay. But, like, so I would love for you to get caught. A, because it would make for a great radio. I mean, like, great podcast would be really interesting. I also personally think, I don't know, I think it's sad. I don't believe. Like you, your whole thing is that your wife would be devastated and she couldn't handle it and she doesn't deserve it. I think that we, uh, when people say things like that, I think that they're like discrediting the other person. I think that people could handle a lot more than you think. I think if you set your wife free from this relationship where she like is being deceived on a daily basis, not fucked by a guy who's not interested in her. Like, I think maybe she could find somebody, maybe she would be happier with somebody else. I I just don't necessarily think it's, I think it's bad for you to keep it a secret ultimately. And I also think it's bad for her. I think you're both not living full lives because of it. I think the truth would set you free and it would set her free. And I think ultimately it would be a good thing if this came out. I personally think it would be much better if it came out with you uh, allowing, you know, being the person in control of that. But sometimes what happens is if you don't want to do that, but there's some part of you that wants to come out on some level, like sometimes it just happens, right? In a, like a disastrous way because, you know, and then you're not in control of it. It's like the person that's like, 
unhappy with their job, right? And they keep talking about how unhappy they are, but they never want to leave because they just can't. And then they get fired. And it's just like on some level, they brought that on themselves, right? So in a weird way, the more that you love guys and the more that you love being Jessica and the more that you commit to that life, the more power you give it, the more... I don't know. It's like you, the more chance there is that that's going to come out in, on some level and the truth is going to be outed. And I think taking this step in the direction of like, you know, making it kind of illegal what you're doing and like adding that money. I know why you're doing it, but that 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 sort of opens a door for something to happen, like you getting caught or something. I, I don't know. And I would be very careful. What? I don't understand why if I meet up with a guy and I say, hey, you know, and I offer to give him a blowjob and I do and and it's over, that's not illegal. But if he hands me money, it's illegal. Yeah, it's just a lot, you know, just it just is. Listen, you could drive, you know, 50 miles an hour. But if you drive 65, you get a ticket like I don't know. It's just a fucking law. Like, I don't you know what I mean? It's stupid, but. Right, but, you know, you could tell the cop that when he busts you and then he'll probably make you blow him in the back car and get let you off. <laughs> uh, yes, I would do that and maybe he'd let me off. Totally. I bet, you know, we all know that shit goes yeah. down. <laughs> you are you are an absolute trick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You never know. I'm just saying you should try that when you get busted if you do. <laughs> Well, at that point, I have nothing to lose, right? Yeah, at that point, you know, listen, you just you just don't know. So many cops are so corrupt that, you you know, you, you get one with that's got that kind of fetish going on, you know, who knows? I have so many people calling into my podcast that are into so many different things. You just never know. So the odds that that cop that if you ever do get busted, you know, maybe he'll be into it and he'll let you off the hook. But I would be careful, Jessica. I mean, I, I'm assuming you're having a lot of fun, right? Yes. And this is only added to, like, where do you go from here? I've given that some thought. I really don't know. Um, it's, to be honest with you, where I go from here kind of scares me. Mm-hmm. Um, because the only thing left is for me to live as Jessica, have a boyfriend, you know, and be the girlfriend, and, you know, and, and the whole life, every, you know, the whole nine yards. Right. And obviously we all know what would have to happen, you know, for that to happen, what I would have to do. Yeah. I wish you would do that eventually. I really hope so. You're only 50 years old. If you live till you're 89, you have another, you have 39 (laughs) years left. It's not going to, you're not going to stay. This is not going to be able to stay this way. It's going to have to change. And I'm telling you, Jessica, you're going to have two choices. You could either do it, you know, eventually and you do it like and you be in control of the news coming out or it winds up coming out without you controlling it. And it's a lot more devastating that way and a lot more damaging and a lot worse for your wife, let me tell you, and for you. But if you're thinking about your wife, which you are over yourself right now, right? Um, You're... I, you know, yeah, would she, is she, would she be devastated that this whole thing goes down? Yeah, she's going to lose everything, like this man that she thought, you know, but it's the truth. It's like right now, what does she have? She has a fucking lie. She, you know, so I don't know. I don't believe, I don't believe in sort of sweeping things under the table. Like, I, I believe that, uh, you know, 
you have one life, you're alive now. Like, yeah, like why not just change it all up and divorce your wife and live as Jessica and be true to yourself. And like your wife eventually will be happier too because she'll eventually meet somebody else. And, you know, you guys will probably get along. That's what would happen like, you know, eight years later. I mean, it wouldn't be that way right in the beginning, you know, it would be terrible at first, but it, it'd be worth it eventually. I believe that. That's what I believe. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Okay. I, and I guess we can end it on this. Yeah. I know it's been an hour. Yeah. Um, if you were in my shoes, uh-huh. right, besides having fabulous shoes, yeah. right, <laughs> yeah. how would you, how would you even approach, how would you tell someone that? You know, you, you, it, it's like, I don't even know. You have to, there's been, I, I'm sure there's people, okay, that have done it, okay? I think you have to sit somebody down and you have to like, I think it's the hardest thing imaginable. It's like, how do you say something? It's like, you just have to tell them that. It's like, you know, I've never delivered t- horrific news, you know, like I haven't had to do that yet in my life, like, right? But I'm sure people have and people do it all the time. And people, there's transgender people that have explained, people that are gay that come out of the closet and have to tell their families, you know, or, or their wives or their husbands, whatever, you know. Um, I think that, you know, people just, sometimes I think maybe you go to therapist and you have like a mediator and you tell somebody, you know, and maybe if you're seeing a therapist person, they're sort of coaching you of how to sort of come out with this. I think that's a good idea. I think there's probably like a therapist out there in your area that works with people like you specializes in this kind of a thing. Even if it's not in your area nowadays with Skype and everything, it's you could just find somebody that specializes in that. And there's probably somebody that could help you out with that and helps people out and is like acts as a mediator and holds your hand through it. Maybe is there present when you tell your family or whatever. I, I think that you would need help with that because I think it's a hard thing to do if you've never done it before. So, you know, I think you'd reach out to maybe support groups or other transgender people out there and find the resources to help you with that. I don't know because I've never had to do it. You'd have to, you'd have to talk to somebody who has done that. And like I said, I believe that there's probably a lot of uh, resources out there online that could give you that information and you should it use amazing. it. It, it really would. Every day to be able to live. You know, Listen, I look at everything. Yeah, I look at everything from my deathbed perspective, like I, when I'm making decisions in my life, especially the big ones and the hard ones, you know, and the stuff that maybe it's going to be difficult, you know. I recently had a baby. I had a baby by myself, you know, and it's just like I would think to myself, like, you know, when I'm on my deathbed, like, will I think to myself, like, oh, I if I didn't have that baby and I didn't go through everything I went through, like, would I regret it? And if the answer is yes, then I then I don't do that. You know what I mean? The answer was yes. Like I would regret not having a baby. So I did everything I could to have a baby. And, you know, it was really difficult. But I don't want to live with regrets. Like think about that. Like you're just going to die one day, okay? Like as much as we think everything's so fucking important, it's not. Like you're just going to die and no one's going to remember you and that's just the end, right? But you're here now. (laughs) And so like, and it's like really important now that you're alive. Like when you're on your deathbed, are you going to think like, oh my God, I'm so glad that I kept Jessica under wraps and I never told anybody and I kept that a secret? Or are you going to kind of think to yourself like, why the fuck didn't I just you know, let people know and come out and experience 
what that would be oh like. Gosh, you're giving me so much to think now about. Yeah, you need to think about it. In between all those blowjobs for 30 bucks, you know, and it's <laughs> changing your price points and rethink this too. I'm really serious. That, what's the first order of business? Changing the price or? <laughs> changing the price because we all know right now Slutty Jessica loves being a prostitute and that's not going to change anytime soon. So yeah, raise your prices. 50 and 100, okay? And don't let anyone jizz on your face. I will I will email you and let you know how the first customer took that fifteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but don't piss anybody off. You don't want the cops after you, Jessica. Okay, like seriously. Well, you do because you want you want <laughs> the podcast of the year. <laughs> no, actually, I'd much no. You know what? I'd much rather have. I I really swear to you, in in all seriousness, I'd much rather you actually get up the courage to tell your wife and I would love to see that play out. Like that's like, rea- that's why I like reality TV. That would be like, that's the reality I would like to see and what my listeners would go through and how that plays out. That would be much more interesting. We all know how it would be if your wife finds out in a terrible way. Do you know what I mean? We all know that's just a tragic Jerry Springer shit, right? Like what I, what I would be more interested in is the person that does it more in the correct way and how that works out, you know, because that's more interesting and that's what people need to see more because that's the kind of example that uh, you want to lead by, right? So I would prefer that on my podcast, actually. Yes, I shall consider that. Okay, consider it. Up your prices. And can't wait to talk again, Jessica. Thanks so much for calling in and giving me the the update. It's fascinating. Thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to hearing this. Yeah, totally. I'll let you know when it's up. All right. Thanks. Bye, Jessica. Bye. Bye.